All right. So as you pass through this first door, um, through this sort of like blinding white light, note you feel the back of your neck burning for just a second, and you don't take any damage, but like the back of your neck is very warm to the touch. Ow. Um, when the light subsides, you find yourself in a forest. It's not quite as lush as the one that you came from. It's a little more barren. Um, you see a lot more, like, fallen trees, trees, uh, large uh, empty clearings. There's not any sort of, like, bird song or fairy song or anything like that. It's, like, kind of a kind of sad little place to hang out at. Another forest, huh? Well, dick. This is supposed to be a totally different world, but I don't feel any different. I mean, they all have trees and stuff. So, they're all the same. Maybe. Can I do, like, an Arcana to check to see if we're actually somewhere else? Yeah, you can do an Arcana check. Let's do an Arcana... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I forgot how Gauzy is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Helgazi's an idiot. <laughs> like I said. Is that a you got a you got a two minus one? Yeah, I got a two minus one and then another two minus one. So what I mean you didn't even have advantage. Yeah. Uh Helgazi, you walk through and you're like What what happened? No, nothing happened, nothing changed. You're just here. You're just here. Like <clears throat> no difference at all. Just, every forest is the same to your little druidic heart, huh? Can I roll a perception check to see if there's anything different with the uh, with this forest compared to the other forests I've been in? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, that's only a plus one, so... Oh, eight. Not good. Um, no, you don't notice anything, like, strikingly different between this forest and other forests you've been in. The <clears> only <throat> thing you really notice with just, like, a general perception right now is, like, some some paths going around you, like, there's several sort of trodden paths going different directions around you. Um, Alright, like, just because I can, and yeah. also because I'm a little nervous in this new place, I'm gonna use Divine Sense. Okay, what's that do? Can I also do an Arcana check? Um, actually, no, I'm gonna have you roll an Insight. And you have advantage on that. I should edit that. Oh, jeez. One fear? Um, okay. With an advantage, it's 17. With a 17, you instinctively know that this is a different place. Um, mostly because you've been here before. You recognize this as the forest that you um, had passed through just before you woke up in Flora's Forest. You recognize like where you're standing at now. You turn around, there's a large tree behind you, and it's the same one that you have been sort of, like, leaned against before. Also, with that, just sort of looking around you, you notice, um... Because in, in this world, I'm going to give you, um... <coughs> like, your insight is basically going to work as a stronger perception for you right now, because you've been here before. So you're also going to notice a few things that you had, like, kind of picked up on a little bit before, but not quite great because you were kind of freaking out last time you were here. Um, mm -hmm. But you push aside a few, like, small bushes, and you f uncover a small um, wooden sign. It's sort of broken, and it's really old, so it's, like broken off in different places, and you can't read the whole thing. All you can see is, like, an arrow pointing down one of these pathways, <coughs> and it says 1.5 miles to, and then it's broke off, so you can't see the name of the town. You also find a slip of paper that's been tore up and wadded up into a ball um, inside of this bush underneath of the sign that you find. Um, you can't make out a lot of it. All you can tell is that um, there used to be, like, three different pictures on this poster. Um, it's a wanted poster, and it's for a 1,000 GP apiece. Um, you can see that they attempted to kill a King Wilvon, um, but you can't actually see the picture of 
any of these three individuals that were being looked for. Um, gesture towards everybody towards the sign that, you know, shows towards the town and that we should go towards it. Um, what about my divine sense? Oh. I divinely sense things. (laughs) Is there any evil or good within 60 feet of me? (laughs) Hang on. Um, yeah, with your divine sense, you can sense, um, in the opposite direction of the way that Note is wanting to go, a very strong sense of undead. Yes, let's go that way. Uh, first of all, Marthy's, like, trying to get herself back into, like, shape because her uh, spell has worn off, and now she's, like, a doctor again, and she's just, like, looking around, um, and trying to follow, but she's very unsure. Alright, so you guys are all going towards the, um, towards the arrow? I'm gonna stay in the back of the party because I know that the undead is behind us. Valid. Um, as you follow this path, you eventually come across a paved road that leads inside of a large wall. There's no, like, gate or guards. It's just a huge wall surrounding a town. You can see huge buildings reaching dozens of floors high throughout this town. One of the first and easiest things for you to notice, like, you don't have to roll to see this, there's a huge castle in the distance against the wall on the other side of this town. You can also see a pretty huge prison on a different corner of the town. And as soon as you enter, the very first thing that you come across is a large shopping center. Hmm, well... Offering spray again? Maybe. We We just did a full episode of us shopping. What? We just did a full episode of shopping. We can take another. Oh, well... Uh, Note is looking outside the shopping center for a coupon book. (laughs) For extra couponing part two. Uh, give me... Give me a perception roll. Okay. Uh, Performance. you, um, well, you do a, You try to do, oh. like, a little jig oh. outside, hoping that someone will give you a coupon, and you just get a weird look. Uh, perception's not good either. That's a six. Perception was a six. Um, you, you don't see any, um, any coupon books, but I will say a six is enough that you can tell this shopping center, you notice something, almost every single shopping center looks... Like, every store here looks the same. Like, the same name is on every single one of these. You see, like, the same kind of font. It looks like you're just looking at the same store, but it's here, like, ten different times. With a different name every time. They appear to lack graphic designers. It's all, like, ten different Dollar Generals. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Is it all written in Comic Sans? (laughs) (laughs) America is scary, and I'm, like, blocking the entire country. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Marzi, with your foreign perception, you see even less than that. You just, you're not even sure if, you don't even realize that these are different stores. You think this is just one really big (laughs) store. (laughs) (laughs) I love this idea. Uh, Halgazi, with your nat one... (laughs) You um, you you're not even re- you're not even sure if this is a shopping center. You think that this is like a museum or something, and you're just like walking around looking at like like old tennis shoes that are like clearly used, and you're just staring at it like it's like a used <laughs> tissue on the floor of the MoMA. Has anybody here played Gary's a mod? Simple perception check. <laughs> Has anybody here played Gary's mod? I have. Hey Quinn, you know that thing where I have, where you, the textures won't load and it all looks like a black and pink uh, checkerboard? Yeah. That's Helgazi's vision. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so you guys know nothing about this area you're in right now. And I don't even get a coupon book. You no, know, you don't get a coupon book. Sadly, <laughs> none of you get coupon. Actually, Jack. Um, Nero had the highest perception with an 8, and that means that you get to see a sign on one of the stores that says, no coupons, and it's, like, <laughs> written in Sharpie and underlined several times. I point that out to note, shamelessly. <laughs> uh, note, I don't think there's any coupons here. <laughs> note just kind of, he just kind of huffs and then walks in the store. <laughs> Um, so you walk in the store? 
Yeah. Is anyone else going with him? I have no money. Marcy's definitely going, but she definitely thinks that Newt needs some adult supervision. <laughs> I'm going because do? I have to be the adult supervision. Newt's going to steal something. Marcy's He's 20 it. years old! <sighs> is there, like, a bigger store? Like, is any one of them bigger than the others? No, it's, I mean, it's kind of more of, like, a, um, more like a strip mall than anything. It's, like, a lot of stores, and they're all connected along, like, this huge block. Do any of them seem like they have any creativity? No. No. <sighs> Suffer. This place looks, um, a little boring. Well, the parish. I mean, she didn't say this was an elf world, right? <laughs> Nero looks at note. Mm. Wow, first of all. <laughs> No, 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 note, note. The reason I'm... The reason I'm asking this is because me and Nero can't go in anywhere. Alright, then you and I will go. That's that's settled. We're not supposed to exist here. Right, no, no. Strange things happen all the time. Maybe they'll be used to, I don't know, um... Uh, a dragon? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you and, uh, the outside, no and I will go in, ask about the land, because, you know, we're both elves, they know us, they understand us, and we'll ask if other species are allowed to chill here. And then you can come out. They will probably be very confused. No, just kind of shrugs it off as he still walks into the, as he walks into the store. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nero, as they both walk into the store, Nero looks down at Halgazi and says, I don't appreciate the way you said dragon. <laughs> I wasn't trying to insult you. I mean, you are basically a humanoid dragon. I, I mean, yes, but that's normal for me and You're my dragon, family. You're a dragon, Gajinka. Nero's calling out Halgazi on Did you just say Gajinka? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in real life. <laughs> I mean, no, Nero says, "No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I know. I'm a dragon. Yeah, I mean, we're not supposed to exist here. You're a goblin. You're like four foot high. Yes, that's even worse. Um, <laughs> which reminds me, I pull my hood up. As you guys are like sitting outside of this store and like trying to fit in, I guess. Um. Inside the store, Marzi and uh, Note, you are in probably the crummiest looking store either of you have ever set foot in. There is like a huge shelf full of what you would understand to be kind of like a television. It looks a little different than what you're used to. It's, there's a lot of strange magical artifacts that you don't even have to, like, arcana check to see. Like, the moment you walk in, you can both just feel this stuff emanating all of this power around you. But at the same time, both of you just feel extremely uncomfortable in this store. And it could partially be because there are cameras in, like, every ten feet of this store with signs written in marker taped to the bottom of them that say smile you're on camera and a big glass case at the front of the store with like several of these magical artifacts as well as um weapons inside of the case that's also have a big sign on them that says please ask for assistance do not break glass bulletproof well no could speak and test that theory very easily <laughs> are, is notes are, are notes words bullets <laughs> notes screams and accidentally robs an entire bank <laughs> I mean you cast spells but like I imagine like I want to see you cast gun <laughs> no cast gun <laughs> no opens his mouth <laughs> I mean wouldn't that basically be just Magic missile? <laughs> um, I want to take a look at the items. 
what, what magical items are on sale behind thick glass that I must ask for assistance? As soon as you walk up to this, um, this glass case, you hear an alarm. It's not like a theft sort of alarm. It's more of just like a sort of like ding-dong kind of alarm. And from behind a curtain in the wall behind the, um, the uh, glass case, you see a young-ish, he looks like he's probably about mid-30s, vaguely elfish, elfish-looking man. He's got short blonde hair, and it's pulled back in a little ponytail, and he's got a plaid shirt on that's rolled up to his elbows, and he's just covered head to toe in, like, grease and dirt. And he wipes his hands off a few times before he, uh, walks up to the counter and he smiles at you and he's like, how can I help you? Uh, no, like, sees how greasy this dude looks and, like, takes a step back. And then he just kind of gestures over to what he's got on sale, just kind of like, hey, tell me about these. You, uh, um, you, you can't afford that. No, just kind of looks at him in confusion, just like, pointing at it very difficultly, like, just tell me what it is. Well, I don't, I don't know what you want there, kid, but, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't just walk in this store and get anything you want. No, he looks so frustrated, he pulls out his phone and he types out on his phone in all caps, tell me what the fuck everything is. He leans his, uh, his hand, his face in his hand, and he just sort of rubs at his eyes for a minute, and he's like, why don't you head on out of the store, and you go, uh, you go pick up a few, a few bounties, and then maybe you can come back here. Marcy walks up, and she's, like, pulling on her surgical gloves and looks super doctory. It's like, I'm a surgeon, I'm super rich. What is? What, what are you wearing? A doctor's wear. Scrubs. What? What's the yeah? What's the doctor? Um, Marcy turns and leaves the store. Too much pressure. How Gazi's actually watching this from the window, like she's trying to ma- remain hidden. But as soon as she sees a uh, note, get frustrated. She's just like, hmm. Tink, tink, tink. She knocks on the window. Um, hang on, let me let me see if he notices you or not. Who even is this man? Yeah, he got 16. Um, he hears you knock on the door a few times, and he stares down at you. And I flash a big toothy smile. My smile's real jagged. Do you still have your hood on? Yes. So all he sees is, like, the your, like, darkened face. And then this big toothy jagged smile, and he uh, he leans forward at note, and he's like, "I think you ought to go out a different way." Uh, <laughs> I, wave. I don't know. Uh, what what is that? It's a hideous goblin. Please just tell me what everything is here. Listen, kid. I don't know how many times I gotta tell you this. I'm not just gonna tell you what. If you don't know what this stuff is, you can't afford it. <sighs> Listen, I'll tell you what. I think I might have something that I can get you that's not quite as high as the other stuff. But I need you to do me a favor. No, just types out on his phone. like, okay, what do you want? You're new around here, right? Possibly. You talked to anyone else in town yet? No, shakes his head no. He scratches his chin for a minute. And then he, uh, he turns around and he yells back out that curtain. He says... Flint, get in here! And then this other um, guy comes in. He looks um, identical to him, but he's not quite as greasy. He's got, like, a pair of black latex gloves on, and he's holding some kind of mechanical object in his hand, and you're not really sure what it is. It's just this weird look... It's just this weird-looking object, and... um, he tinkers with it a few times while he's, like, staring at this other guy, and then he looks down at you, Note, and then he looks back up at the other guy, and he's like, what What are you bothering me for? I'm busy. 
And the first guy is like, I think, I think I figured out how to get our old buddy out of jail there. And Flint walks over and he looks at you, Note, and he steers you up and down and he says, What's your name, kid? Note, types out on his phone, just says Note. And Flint looks over at the other guy. And then the other guy looks back at him, and he says, I know, he won't talk. He just keeps tapping it on that little box thingy. And then the, the second guy puts his hand in his head, and he says, I don't know what's going on, but you just hang on. We'll just, just one second. We'll be right back. You just hang on right here. We'll be right back. You just hang tight, okay? Just hang tight. And he goes back behind the curtain, and the greasy guy follows, and he's like, listen, I just, if you would just listen to me for just a minute, I'll tell you exactly what I'm thinking. And they're just arguing and bickering back and forth in this heavy southern drawl. Um, Which you're not going to do the entire No, I'm not going to do their entire argument. They're like behind this curtain. very audibly sighs. (laughs) Yeah, Helgazi's eyes are slowly narrowing as she's seeing this argument and she just like pushes her way in. No, like looks back at the rest of his party and he just like, he's only been here for two minutes and he already looks so tired. (laughs) Miru was um, trying to discreetly poke his head through the door, and then Helgazi just kind of threw it open and, like, stomped through, I'm guessing. Yeah. Do you say anything, Helgazi? Nope. I just crawl up on the counter and sit. <laughs> this, Helgazi, this is the exact opposite of what you suggested. Well, they saw me. They did not panic. So I'm going to sit here. Marcy is sulking in the corner. She's, like, wondering on her breath. They don't know what doctor is. They don't know what doctor... I did not get my well, PA hey. <laughs> No types on his phone and shows it to the rest of the party. They also don't know what my phone is, either. Marcy, note, we are not from this world, and healing magic kind of is a rarity. Do people just die, then? They just get mm-hmm. sick and die, yeah. Guess, mm-hmm. guess they'll die, then. <laughs> um... <laughs> Just as you all are, like, sitting here talking about this, you see these two guys come back down again, and as soon as they see that this party has, like, tripled in size, they both kind of, they, they both stop and just kind of look at all of you, and they, they both just sort of lean over the counter for a minute, and they look at each of you, and then, um, the first one that you spoke to, he says, my name's Nikos, uh, this is my brother Flint. We need you to get our buddy out of jail. And I don't know what you are. And he points down at you, Helgazi. He says, I don't even know wanna, I don't even wanna know what the hell that guy is. And he points over at Nero. But if anybody can get in there and get out with him, it's gonna need to be someone they ain't never seen before in their lives. Who are you talking about? His uh his name's Blade. That is... I I know I know his name is uh we ain't really big fans of it either. Edgy. Very yeah, extra. He's a he's a he's a bit of a handful. Um they know him pretty well there. He's probably probably on first name basis with every cop out in this town. Um he uh Well But it don't matter uh, what he's in for. Hang on. What? Uh, then I would like to interject, interject for a second. Yes, hello, my name is Nero, and I find it kind of rude that you just kind of pointed at me and said, you know, that. But second of all, you're asking me to take part in a prison break, and I would really like to know, I don't know, maybe the reason behind any of that? Because, frankly, I don't find it tasteful to go in and break just any person I don't even know out of prison. Well, would it help if I told you that most of the people in that prison don't even need to be there? Um, why? It's just how this town works, kid, you know. They arrest people. But that's not... No reason. People kill people for no reason. They steal stuff and they take it here and I sell it and that's how I keep my family alive. Politicians go out and they kill other people so they can keep their seats. Okay, at first I was a little worried that this was going to go against my moral compass and 
uh, my alignment, whatever that is. I think I just said <laughs> meta-speak. Anyway. But that does not sound... That, that does not sound... <laughs> I did not send him to the principal's office immediately! <laughs> I did not hit her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. But that does not sound lawful at all, and I feel like it is my duty to interject. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm in for it. Everyone here sounds, like, innocent and needing of a drill break. Now, I can't I can't say much for the other people there. I don't, I don't, we don't know every, every guy that's in that prison. We don't, some of them might need to be there. But... Well, who's the one that we need to break out, and where is he? Blade. Blade, right. We don't know which cell he's in but like i said he's a uh, he's got a pretty good record so they probably got him up somewhere tight he's not gonna be just in any old cell he's probably gonna be you know solitary or something hmm. what yeah. has he done well this time i don't i don't really know exactly uh Nyla's about the only one that might know exactly what he did, uh, but we hadn't seen her in a little while. We hadn't been out her way. Nyla, Nyla, that's that's the um, that's the gnome we're supposed to meet. Yes. You y'all know Nyla? Well, we don't know her. We were told to meet her, but uh, hmm, I'm not sure that we'll need to get to her first. It seems like I, your friends, if he's in solitary confinement, and you said this isn't his first time. Oh, no, he broke out, like, dozens of times before. They're always after that kid. Has he ever been in solitary before? Probably. Hmm. Then why are we worried about him? Well, <laughs> well, from what I know, like I said, I don't, we ain't got all the details this go around, but whatever he did this time, it was a lot worse than what he's did in the past. Before he's, you know... Uh, killed a guy, or uh, robbed a place, or... It's a lot worse than the uh, time you killed a guy. It's a lot worse than... T oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Alright. Uh, he's okay. that, like, non-guilty now. Hey, oh, no, he's, 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 de he's definitely done some bad things. He's... I mean, no one in this town is innocent. Uh, DM? What? Can I roll an insight check to see if, like... Their intents do line up with, like, good intentions, or if they're just trying to trick me into bailing out their local crappy weed boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Crap. Um. Nine. Let's see. With a nine, you can't really figure out any deeper intentions of them. All you can tell, really, is that they really genuinely do want you to get this guy out for them. They're not trying to get you, like caught in the prison or something, but that's... They do want you to get this guy out for it. I have a question. What? You have magic users in your town, correct? Oh, well, yeah. Have you ever seen a druid before? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well... Why? Have you ever seen a paladin before? Uh... So somewhere, yeah. I'd say so. Hmm. Well, um, have... Another I question. I haven't seen a doctor before. I, I still don't know what a do oh, If you told me what yeah. a doctor was, I might have. A doctor is a healer. A healer? Like clerics and shit? Yeah, we got plenty of them. Well, you, you have healing magic? Well, well, yeah, yeah. Of course we got healing magic. It's... It's not... Uh... Popular. Not many people got it, but we got them. Okay. Most of them hang out at that uh, at their temple. I'm just trying to get everything sorted out before we decide to go into a... What are y'all even here for? Why are you asking me um, all these questions about healing magic? Why do you look so funny? <laughs> well, we can't be honest with you on that one. Uh, well, that's fine. No one else in this town is. My name is Nero. I'm a paladin, and I am a dragon. Kept it short and sweet this time, thank God. <laughs> Did you say that out loud? He on his phone and then shows it to Nero. But then he also takes his phone and then he types in on it and then shows it to them. So, where's this prison? Well, 
You didn't see it. If you walk outside and you use your little elven eyeballs, <laughs> you can see a big old a big old brick building. What do your elf eyes see? Note. Uh, it's, it's about two times as big as any other building in this damn town, except for the castle. And castle. Uh, it's got bars on the windows, and that's usually a prison. Oh. Hmm. Should we see Nyla before we do this prison break? I mean, that's up to you. She, I, I don't know if she knows anything better about... I, I mean, truth be told, Nyla's about probably the only honest person in this whole damn town. Doesn't sound like we're going to be getting in a fight with a gnome lady, so I think it would be wise for us to talk with her before we try to do something that is technically incredibly illegal. It's illegal for this world, based on its laws, and since the laws are coming from politicians that are probably corrupt, they aren't necessarily good laws. All right, I'm bending my lawful neutral alignment here a bit, but I'm 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 in. <laughs> um, I put a hand on uh, I like tip tip tippy toes and put a hand on your back. I'm like, that's why we all rely on personal laws. In here, and I jab at like the rough spot where his heart is, but it's on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> what a good doctor. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um. Dragonborn Anatomy actually places the heart exactly where exactly where Marcy's finger is, but she doesn't know that. <laughs> Nero, can you roll me an uh, insight? Okay. Um, Nine. I'm, I'm, I'm actually using the 16 for advantage, and I'm saying that you are like so further convinced that Marzi is a real doctor, you just, like, she points there, and you're like, wow, that that's super where my heart is. <laughs> that is where my heart is. <laughs> you seem Only to be very well-versed in the anatomy of dragonborns as well. This is, uh, you're, you're an impressive doctor. Yes, I got my PhD at doctor school, so... <laughs> 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 Can, can I roll insight? Even though I have no idea what a fucking doctor school is? <laughs> so you should probably do it at a disadvantage since you live in the woods all day. Yeah. All day. All day. Helgazi <laughs> is one day old. <laughs> no, Helgazi, she was just one. Jesus Christ. If, I, if it wasn't with disadvantage. If only you had spent more more time out of the woods. Um, so you got a 10. You are like, you don't know what a doctor school is, but Marzi knew where knew where Nero's heart Nero's heart was. So obviously doctor school taught her some real good things about dragon hearts. I don't know if, but enough about doctor schools to dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were trying to decide whether you want to see Nyla first or not. I guess we're gonna go see Nyla first since Nero yeah, wants to. Yeah, sounds good. Alright. One of one of the brothers, um, the less greasy brother, digs around in his pocket a little bit. And he pulls a, a note card out, and he flips it over on the back, and he takes a pen out, and he writes on the back of it, and he scribbles, uh, like, an address on it. And he hands it over to you, Nehru, and he says, You guys are pretty new around here, so, uh, I don't know if an address would help much. I just wrote instructions so you don't get lost. Um, what you gonna do? You gonna go down north towards that big old tree, and when you see that, uh, grass... That's longer than the other ones. On the right side, you're going to take a sharp left. You can go about three quarters of four steps down. And then you're going to go over this big old hill. You can go past the, uh, the there's dead squirrel. And I want to make... I want to make note of this. Helgazi is listening very intently because <laughs> she has had to navigate her way back. Oh my god! From so many different places, she she has to remember the smallest fucking details. So she's listening very intensely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, he's describing basically in the worst way possible how to get to Nyla's house, and eventually he's like. And then once you get out of the, uh, once you get out of, of the wall, over beside the jail, you're going to take a lift, 
and you just keep going. You just keep going, and when you see her house, you'll know. She's, like I said, she's the only one that don't look like she's ever been in a prison before in a day in her life, and you should be able to pick her house out. All right? Um, yes. Note nods. He Beaver pick, picked up on none of the instructions. Helgazi's oh, just yeah. thinking for a second, and then she's just like, okay, and she walks out the door. Oh, <laughs> and um, before he hands the note card completely over, he flips it back up, and you can see printed on the front, it says, um, Barrick Brothers Pawn Shop, and then it's got, like, some little runes written on the bottom of it. Um, those of you that can read Elvish can tell that it um, it just kind of says, like, their location in town and, like, some corporate markings and stuff. And you guys are on your way to go find Nyla now. Halgazi, give me a, uh, maybe a survival check with advantage. Yikes. Oh, oh. 20. Yeah, with the with the twenty advantage, you find this perfectly. Despite his like directions being the stupidest shit you've ever heard about like finding a patch of grass and like a rock with moss on one side, you manage to navigate through this town. You next to the you pass by this huge jail and there's another gap in there's like another um street leading out of the wall. And after you go through that, you remember that he said to take a left, and you start looking for all these weird little signs. Can I ask a question? Sure. As we're passing the jail, can I look up at it and see if there's, like, less windows as we're moving past it? Like, there... Why I'm asking this is because in jails, when there's less cell... When there's less cells... A.K.A. when there's more solitary confinement cells, there's less windows. That makes sense. Or are you a jail doctor? <laughs> no, I've just, I've just, I've just seen a lot of movies. Give me a perception roll or investigation, whichever. Uh, yeah, I'll do the perception. Twenty-three. Yeah, you can see um, on like the top two levels of this jail, which there's probably a good, like, six floors on this jail. Um, the top two levels have almost no windows on, like, like, you see a couple, um, like, right in front, as if there's, like, a hallway going down that way, and there's, like, windows on either end of the hallway, but, like, the two outer sides are completely windowless on, like, the top three levels. Okay, I line myself up, uh, like there's an outside wall, right? Yeah. I scratch an X on it with my scimitar, and then I keep walking. Oh, okay. Um, and then from there, you keep wandering, and you're like back into that sort of foresty area. Um, it's not the same place that you came in at, but it's this, you can see that's the same, same forest that's sort of followed around this wall. Um, and then it sort of gives way into, like, a small shanty town. You see a lot of, like, kind of slummy-looking houses. Uh, they've got, like, just tiny little boarded-up houses with broken glass and plywood over the windows and over the doors and stuff. But eventually, almost like, like you had sort of um, assumed that it wouldn't be quite as easy as he made it out to seem to find Nyla's house... But her house, no one needs to roll perception. It's extremely obvious which house is hers. Her house has been... It's the only one that looks livable out here. She has painted all of the shutters. They're all different colors. There's, like, one shutter that's pink and one shutter that's, like, bright yellow and one that's, like, pastel blue. And she's got, like, all these, like, little garden fixtures in her front yard. But none of them are set up in a way that makes any kind of sense. Like, it just looks very cluttered. Like, there's, like, several of them just, like, piled on top of each other. And her front porch has so many, like, potted plants and vines and things that you're not really sure if she ever actually goes through this front porch because there's no, like, walkway here. It's just covered in potted plants. There's vines growing up the sides of her house and over the seal over the roof um and there's a small chimney that you can see smoke coming out of this top of oh 
and there's also a huge sign right in the front of hers that says in like sort of like a handwritten font um and it's written in both common and elvish and it says nyla lil feet psychic palm readings divination and future telling and then it's got like 10 gp per hour there's a door right yeah there's a front door the front i go up to the front door and i knock on it well the front the front porch is covered in potted plants though so like I, I gently push past the potted plants to get to the door. Good. You better not tip over her fucking potted plants. How God's oh, you no, look at angry. I am polite. <laughs> I grew up in with nobles. So you walk up to this front porch, and as you start to knock on her door, before your hand ever hits it, the doorknob turns and opens, and in front of you is a um, young elvish boy. Um... He's got red hair and these huge round glasses, and he's got, like, a, a bathrobe on and, like, a big blanket wrapped around him, and he yawns despite the fact that it's, like, the middle of the day, and he's like, what took you guys so long? Get in here. Come on. Hurry up. And he pulls the door open and wanders off deeper inside this house. Um, hello? Right. We're, I don't think we're gonna get, like, get any answers out of Hal him. Halgazi just follows after him. <laughs> Halgazi rushes in. <laughs> no, just kind of walks behind, yeah. Like, Marcy's walking behind, but she's complaining, like, maybe we should we would have been here so late if your house was easy to find and also had some darn directions. How am I the only one who ever thinks or hesitates for a second. <laughs> because we're all stupid. Get with the program. Yeah, we're all dumb. Have you seen our intelligence score? Have you seen Nero's intelligence score? I'm the, stupidest, I'm the stupidest mofo out of the bunch, and I he still is. have the decency to wait a second to process things. He has a seven okay, intelligence. Like, yeah, I have a 14 in intelligence. He has a seven. No, you have double Nero's. <laughs> <laughs> You're smarter than twice of me. He has a negative two. God. <laughs> so, um, you guys follow him, and he just sort of like shuffles through this this tiny little house, and you can see that most of the stuff in this house is like very tiny. Like it would probably fit Helgazi, but everyone else is like pretty big for this stuff. So I'm comfy. Yeah. And there's even more potted plants inside of this house. They're just hanging all over the place. Are there any that haven't, like, are there any flower plants? Um, yeah, there's a few of them that have, like, flowers on them. As they walk past them, if there's any that haven't budded yet, I'm using Druidcraft to make them pop up. Aww. That's very cute. Um, and he wanders, um into, like, a small living room den kind of place. And he sits on a couch, and you see, like, another little individual bundled up next to him. And they've also got, like, a blanket wrapped around them. And then she, uh, she looks over at him as he sits down, and she's like, Tello, can you please just light the fire again? And he's like, <sighs> Nyla, I did it last time. Why can't you? Oh, don't mind me. I I'll got it. Feet. I'll get it. Oh. oh! Hey, you're, you're here! And she jumps up, and she's like... She runs over to all four of you, and she starts frantically shaking your hands, and it's this tiny little old gnomish lady. And she's got, like, the most eccentric outfit you've ever seen with all these different mismatched patterns, and, like strange little necklaces and earrings and different little artifacts all over her hands and all these different little rings and jewelry. And she's like, I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. And I, I did not realize that it was, I meant to meet. I was going to meet you. I was going to meet you. And then me and Tello had to have tea time. And it, I couldn't miss it. And that's why I didn't meet you. But I knew that you would make it here. If I hadn't thought you could make it here, I would have been there. But I would have known if you couldn't make it. Nero gives the most dignified bow as possible to, like, show respect. Helgazi casts Produce Flame, 
and she just lights the fire for them. She um she looks over as you do that and she claps a few times. She's like, oh thank you! That's incredible! I knew that you would be great! I knew that all of you would be great! It's just a cantrip. Um, Marcy's looking at Helgazi and then looking back to the little lady and she's like, Okay, y'all old, le- all, y'all old ladies are flirting and I I don't want any part of this, so I'm going to sit in the corner. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, no, raises his hand to speak. Whenever you raise your hand, she, yeah. she looks over at you and then you see her, her face light up even brighter and she looks back at Tello and she's like, You... You are right! You are right! And she runs over to you, no, and she's like, almost like crawling up on you. Like, she's trying to reach for your shoulders, but she's like, literally three feet tall. And she's just like, frantically reaching at your shoulder and trying to like, pull down the collar of your shirt. Um, no? No? <laughs> Do you say that? No, no, like grabs at his shirt and like at his hood and his cape and it's just like no i just I, I just i just want to see it please just one time please just and she's like behind you now and she's just pulling down the back of your shirt and like trying to push up your hair but she can't reach very well no gets very angry and then he just kind of shouts out like what do you want to see from me Note casts power word kill. That picture is Jesse screaming. You cast um guiding bolt and as you say that, um these sort of like lightning sparks strike out of your mouth and hit her <gasps> and she sort of stumbles back a couple steps and puts her hand over her chest. And she takes uh, a deep uh, breath. Oh my goodness, are you okay? I mean, I'm, I'm immediately laying hands on her. And I'm apologizing for my dumb friend. How many, she, how many hit points are you, is she missing? Uh, she took 20 radiant damage. But like, as you start to lay hands on her, she she's like clasps her hands around yours. And is like, it's, it's okay, dear, it's okay. I, that was incredible. That was incredible! You... You really... You really do have it! I'm still healing her. I... Well, yeah, like, you, you... You can still heal her for the 20 radiant damage, but she's, like, not interested in it. She's, like, full attention on note right now. She's like... I... I just... Didn't you feel it when you got here? No kind of starts to rub at the back of his neck as if it's like, wait a minute, something just happened to me? Yeah, you, you, it's, it's your neck, your throat, deep inside of you, in your voice box. Can't you feel it? Uh, he kind of just stares blankly at her and nods. Ah, uh, uh, yes, notes Thrussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, guys. We've reached maximum comedy <laughs> on this podcast that is was over. The, that was the last joke. Goodbye. <laughs> so whenever you, you sort of agree, like, yeah, I, I did kind of feel something. Um, she's like, well, that settles it then. You you have to be the ones. And um, tell her, tell her, please. Hurry, hurry, hurry. We don't have much time now. We have to act fast. And um, tell her, the boy over on the uh, couch that had the big blanket wrapped around him just sort of groans. And he's like, ugh. Okay, fine, I'll go get dressed. And he, he like, gets out of the couch and, like, just sort of shuffles around for a while and, like, back down to a different hallway and you hear a door close down there. Um, he types in on his phone and then shows it to Nyla as, like, we ran into some very greasy men earlier who asked us to rescue someone from a prison. Said you know who that would be. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to have you do. Tello's going to go with you. You're going to go get Blade out of jail, okay? It types back, who is this guy? He's, well, hmm. He's hard to describe. Um, but 
he he's very special he he can help you he knows a lot about what's going on here I know a lot about what's going on here I know I know that you all came from a different world and I know that you came here to help us and I know that you know about the tree right yes uh, that's 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 why we have this um, who has the bottle note does nope you have the bottle I, I have a bottle yeah Joan gave you like a little bottle of this like crystal water looking stuff that she told you to give to the tree can I snatch it from his pocket and hold it out to her <laughs> no it's in my pocket I got it God <laughs> okay no takes out the bottle oh perfect yes. I knew that. Perfect. Yes. So that, as soon, what we need to do first is we have to figure out what's afflicting this world. I know a little bit about it, but it'll still take some time to figure it out completely. Well, has anything strange been going on lately? Well, aside from our world being full of criminals and everyone's, um... No, no one trusts each other around here. It's like... Has it always been like that? Not always, no. A long time now, but... Maybe a hundred or so years now it's been like this, but... Not always, not as long as I can remember. Me and Tello have been looking into it, but... Blade has been more hands-on about it. He's been researching the king. He's who we mainly think is in, is is causing this right now. The king is not who he says he is. He's a fake. And we need to find out what he is and why he's doing this. Do you have any proof? I don't. But the last time... Then I how do you know? Because, well, I just know these things. Well, she is a diviner. She, she, she communes with gods to know knowledge that most other people wouldn't know unless they had physical evidence. Um, which god? Wh which god? Did you, did you, uh, did you commune with a god to find this out? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't find this out from a god. Oh. I, I appreciate the help there, Hagazi. I do definitely know many things, but most of what I know are things like the fact that the longest line on your hand, it means that you'll have a long life. Well, I look at my hand. <laughs> well, well, you can say that skills. again. <laughs> um, but this, I know this because, well, honestly, Tello, Tello can probably give you more information than I can about this, but he and Blade, they worked together to get the king in power. And then they lost contact with him. And then things started to change. And that's whenever they started saying the king was not who he says he was anymore. And they've been looking for him. And then the king started keeping himself in his, in his castle all the time. He wouldn't come out. All he would do was decree things from there and send them through word of mouth and make new laws. But no one has seen him in a very long time. Um, can I roll insight to see how, like, uh, the room is reacting to this? Not, like, my party, but, like, you know, them. Wait, you're trying to see what now? I'm trying to see, like, while they're telling the story, like, what sort of their emotional state are in. Okay. Uh, insight. Christine. She's, um, she's very confident in what she's saying. She's, she also seems very excited. Like, she's very, like, sort of hurried to get this out. Just as you're, like, doing this insight, Tello comes back out, and he's, like, dressed, but he defo looks like he's ready to go break someone out of prison. <laughs> like, he's got this sick backpack on, and, like, he's dressed in all black, and he's like, you, uh, you fill, you fill him in there? We ready to go? Do we get sick outfits, too, or, like, is that a you thing? Oh. Well, I mean, I don't know how much my clothes would fit you guys. Um, I'm, I'm good. 
<laughs> I don't think they'll fit me at all. Yeah, I was definitely not offering them to you. I mean, I, you might look pretty good in them. If you. I mean, look at these. Look at this chest, and he points at his titties. I. I mean, I can. I can definitely get you one of my shirts if you want it. Like, I no, thank you. I don't, no shrugs, no, and almost it's like, God, no, please don't give him anything. I, I mean, I think, I think he'd look good in it. Hello, I pull out, I pull hell. out from my backpack, uh, I pull out from my beetle shell backpack, which I still have. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a black tank top, and I'm like, is this, is this good enough? Y yes, as long as you change right now, right here in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and Nero takes off all his clothes. <laughs> Roll to seduce Ello. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, are you actually rolling? <laughs> you, you, you take, can I can can you, I please have advantage on this roll? <laughs> yeah, you super get advantage on that. And Tello's That's like a twenty-two. You take your you take your shirt off, and Tello starts fanning himself, and he's like, "I'm gonna be back in just a minute. You guys just hang out right here. I'll be right back." <laughs> and he leaves again, goes back goes back in the other room. <laughs> and and Nyla um kind of watches. I this. would say something, but I really can't. <laughs> then say, so why not? Have you ever seen a man so beautiful you started crying? <laughs> Nyla, oh my god, I can't say that. Okay, Nyla. I just made Tello realize he's a scaly. <laughs> Nyla watches this happen and she sort of giggles to herself and she's like, "Oh, I hope Blade doesn't hear about that." Um, he the jealous type. <laughs> well, maybe a little. Um, either way, um, like I said, Tello can fill you all in a little bit more on um, how they got to the way they are. But long story short, um, Blade broke into the castle and tried to kill the king. Well. And he got caught. But I know. Not because he's told me, but I know that he found out something while he was there. He knows something. And I think that whatever he's found this time is something that they would kill him over. So he might be executed. If we don't get to him in time, yes. Well, I have an idea. <laughs> so, as soon as Tello gets back... I need you all to go to the prison and get him out. I oh. don't... I don't know how difficult it would be, but... I... I trust in you. I don't think you would be here if you couldn't do it. Once we get him out, then... he can help us find the king, and... we can fix all of this. And you can get us out of here. Back to your world, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, you do know that our world's dying, right? Oh, we yes. Can't, we can't stay here. Yeah, we, we, we were told that uh, the, the water would fix it, though. Regardless of that, you need to get us out of here in time. If, if the water fixes it, we can come back. That would be great. But I don't, I don't think that's the end goal. Well. I think you need to get us out of here. Besides, mm. this town that you see now, this is all that's left of our world. Oh. The entire world? What is happened to everything world? else? We don't really know. There started, there, it started as reports, you know. Civilizations had fallen. Huge towns that had been there for thousands of years just crumpled overnight. They killed Everything one another in wars. Everything just stopped getting rendered. <laughs> Everything just Basically, stopped rendering. Yeah. All the, the all play the, area is small, all the servers broke. This isn't like player unknown's battlegrounds where just the maps just start shrinking all of a sudden. That's the, that was a reference I was making. Thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, she's like, so those of us that have left, we've came here. Well, we'll get you out of here then. But, uh, you said that no one really trusts one another in this town, so that would be difficult. I think, I think once, once you get Blade out, and once we find King Vermeer, then, then that should, 
then we should be able to find some way to take care of that. But we have to regroup first. Yes. So, prison break? And then... I... Tello, yes. get oh, one like, yeah, prison break. And Tello, um, com Tello comes back out of the back room, and he's got a different pair of pants on. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, and he's he's like, well, uh, you guys, uh, you guys ready to go? Nero pulls out his god, war hammer and he's lonely. <laughs> Listen, Nero pulls out his war hammer, holds it in his big strong arms, <laughs> and flexes his muscles. <laughs> By the way, he's doing this one hundred percent unintentionally. <laughs> um. Mm. Tello, like, very quickly walks past you and, like, opens the door and tries to leave, but you hear a couple of the pots fall over, and and Nyla's like, he, um, he's very smart. He can get you through this. He knows his way in and out of those prisons just as well as Blade does, but... He's not very charismatic. No. <laughs> he's... Not. He's a shy boy. Just watch out for him, please. Let's keep an eye on him. I don't understand what this conversation is about. <laughs> anyway, please go save Blade before he gets killed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Move out. All right. Uh, yeah. Understood. 